touch down if you're ready. Five, four, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Split Decision podcast. Returning, of course, is your boy Roman Garcia, accompanied by the one, the only, the notorious PJ Katona. PJ, three words to describe how it feels to be back on the podcast. Oh, put me on the spot like that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, three, uh, three words, definitely. Hype. Phenomenal. And... Uh, <laughs> Exhilarating. Exhilarating, for sure. Exhilarating. Um, just want to take a moment, a little moment of silence. Uh, one person who is not returning, one of our three partners, uh, Andrew Briggs. Andrew Briggs, RIP. Uh, not, no, he's not. He's, he's alive and well, as far as I'm concerned. I was about to say, maybe not say <laughs> no, like no, he's alive and well. <laughs> Don't want to spread false information. Uh, Jackson, do you know where, 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 he's, where has he gone? Where's, where's he at in life? He, uh, graduated. Um, I think he wanted to stay a little bit longer, but then he ended up choosing to, to, to move on, I money, think, after graduation and everything, moves. so. Money moves. Yeah. Can't blame him. I think can't, so, at least. Can't blame him. I'm not sure where he's at yeah. right now, but. Yeah, but, but uh, great guy, though. I miss him dearly, for sure. We'll miss him for sure, but, you know, no slouch in the booth with, with us now is our guy, Jack Linder. Right? Could yes, I sir. say that correctly? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he'll be uh he'll be the third man, um, third man, the man behind the camera, so to speak, uh, in place of Andrew this semester, and we want to say a big, give a big shout out to him. But yeah, PJ, back for the 24th episode, back after a long break, um... I don't know where to start. Where do you, where would you like to start? You know. Yeah, I mean, we've had. You know, we were just saying how it feels like it's been like so long since since the last episode. But like when we were talking about it, there's only been I think what was it? Was it five or six? Five. There's only been about five, five or six like actual pay per views. I, I think six pay per views and probably like another. I mean, a, a, a great amount of fight nights. But yeah, um, no, I feel like we've missed a lot. Clearly, the rankings have. Changed quite a bit. Champion. A lot of new champions, <laughs> I, I, I feel like, and a lot of crazy, crazy stuff has happened. But uh, remember we made that list of our <laughs> prediction for uh, champions <laughs> at the end of the year? Yeah, I can't I, I can't see either one of them doing too well. Oh, I, I, I highly doubt it. I feel, it. but... Um, I thought uh, Bilal would have fought for the belt <laughs> by now, but... That, yeah, not not quite yet, but... Well, um, I know we had a, a long list of, an, of fight announcements for upcoming fights that yeah. have been announced. Do we want to kind of talk about that? Uh, we can definitely talk about some of the more recent ones. I haven't, I haven't obviously, if I wrote down every fight announcement since the last oh, episode, it'd yeah, be five hours long. But, uh, yeah, we can talk about some of the more recent ones, I feel like, that have been massive, such as they've added a lot to the... Um, 297. No, I think six. Two ninety five, two ninety six. Two ninety five uh, and two ninety six. Of yeah. course. Two ninety six though, we have Mr. Tony Ferguson and Patty the Batty Pimblet. And I saw this thing, it was like the first time in UFC history that a fighter on a six fight losing streak or or, or greater than six, <laughs> but Tony's case six. <laughs> yeah. Fighting a guy that's on a six fight win streak. That's right. Ev- like ever. And I mean I feel like it's not a crazy matchup. Like when it got announced in the moment, like it's obviously two big names. Um, but it like Loki, it, it kind of makes sense. Like, I understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Because like, it's kind of win-win for them. Cause if, you know, if Patty wins then he gets a little bit of Tony Ferguson shine, if Tony Ferguson wins, that'll be a big upset win for him, which would be great. Be, obviously yeah. considering his uh, recent fight history. Um, 
But also at the same hand, same time, it could be like a lose lose situation for Patty. I mean, his last fight, he was already catching some slack. Yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like he's lost. I mean, I feel like before that fight, everybody was on board with him, and now I kind of feel like it's the yeah. ship has turned if, the complete if, opposite direction. If he's the guy to retire Tony Ferguson, I don't imagine yeah. that uh, that'll bode well with. No, him. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna be rooting for him to win that oh, fight. Oh no, not at <laughs> I all. Like, I feel like, like any like not. I don't want to say loyal, but just like I feel like a majority of the people are going. I feel like when the fight starts, it's going to be Tony Chance. Oh, for sure. My friend uh, Tristan, um, who goes to another school, he tells me, he was telling me about the last six times out, he's been saying it's Tony time. It's Tony time. Yeah. And it has yet, it hasn't been Tony time for about three or four years now. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy considering many people thought he would beat Khabib one day. Yeah. I, I just saw a tweet saying like that it was like a hot, one of those hot take tweets, and it was still someone saying that Tony would have been the guy. To beat him, but now we're talking about him uh, barely scrapping one with Patty Pimblett. Hopefully, he makes it a fight. That's all. I, I really, really, I really hope so. I think that would be. I don't know. I mean, like you said, though, it would kind of shut down Patty. I feel like the UFC might be leaning mm -hmm. more, hoping more for Patty. But uh, yeah, no, that's one interesting matchup. What else? Um, also, on that same card, they also announced uh, Shavkat Rachmanov yeah. versus Stephen Thompson, which I feel like has a lot of parallels to. Uh, to Tony versus Patty, and, and in some ways, Stephen Thompson obviously coming off a big win versus Kevin yeah. Holland in his last fight. He still got it though. Yeah, he still got it, but like at the same time, it's like if Shavkat wins, then he'll, you know he kind of takes some of Stephen Stephen Thompson's shot. Oh yeah, it's a great. I like the same with Patty. It's a yeah. it's a, it's, just, it's a big name to have on your resume, exactly. regardless of what form they're in when they fought them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that's it's how still, that's how the UFC brass does it. You know, once stars are kind of on the way out, they usually get a contender on the way them, up. Yeah, they feed them to the bottom dogs. But I, you know, this is a fight. I think Stephen Thompson could win. I mean, I, I sorry, no, you can keep going. But I was just gonna say Shavkat. You know, uh, he had a good performance versus Jeff Neal, but he was getting caught. Clean a lot in that fight. I, so I, let me see. Let me hear what you I guys really say. have a weird. I just have a weird feeling about it too. Like I, I mean, I'll wait. I, I guess I'll sneak peek my prediction and whatever how long it is. But I, I have a weird feeling, Steve. I mean, I feel like he can get it done. Like well, he, if he can keep it off the ground, mm -hmm. obviously. I mean, well, if he goes to the ground, it seems like over the summer you had all all of your weird feelings were uh, <laughs> were working out. I for was you. telling you, I was like. <laughs> kind of upset that, of course, like all these these upsets that happen, all these crazy things that happen. Like I, I called it, but of course, there's no documentation besides mm -hmm. you. But you yeah. got obviously. I don't know if you're gonna give me I the benefit say, of the doubt. I say, <laughs> I will say, uh, the, he had some bold takes, um, and he had some calls over the summer. And yeah. I think your probably your best one was uh, O'Malley versus Sterling. Uh, you were old. You were. You were. I will give you your props because you were riding the sugar train. Yeah. From start to finish, um, I, and that was a fight that I didn't think he could win. To be honest, yeah, I don't. It, yeah. Like I said, I mean, obviously, but your gut. I love. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's fight. I've I've shied away from like making my prediction based on like my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I've gone more gut. And I still felt the gut, you, my gut feeling that I. It just. How do you differentiate that? Because I mean, it's like right next it's to like, each other. They are. They are. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't even. Like you just kind of wake up. I don't even know. I can't really describe it. It's just kind of. I understand. It's I feel, a gut feeling. That's what they call it. I it feel just like, happens like that. I feel like, especially after you've watched as many fights as we have. Yeah. And, like you, you, it, fights are. It's bigger than just like pure analytics. Like you can usually base your like prediction off of like an NBA game. Oh or yeah. A football well, you have stats. Of, There's no. Stat, I mean, stats. there really isn't stat a stat in 
Versus in the UFC that like it's like oh this is why yeah. they're going to win because of the stat like you can't There's really just do that. such different aspects you have to take into account like a heart is very much a real thing when it comes to MMA 100%, 100%. Uh, 100% when a guy gets tired and a guy's beaten down and it's like the third round and he's like well I don't really know if I could win this fight you know right there he gets to make the decision on if you know yeah, 100%. I want to keep going or not or if I'm gonna you know give up my back to this I mean, guy yeah get, a big thing about like also the UFC is like they don't talk about it like in the NBA if you're like you know you wake up the day of the game and they're they they feel sick like i mean yeah. they're going they're going to sit out yeah. i mean there are so many injuries that go on behind the scene oh, and like yeah. little things behind the scene That's that a great point. i mean they have to cut weight mm -hmm. i mean every weight cut is different I and mean, they all suck it's but it's two challenges on the or two challenges on fight week making making the weight and then going actually and winning, to the winning fight. the fight and, per and performing well mm -hmm. while having but Prior to cutting weight, well, af after cutting weight, yeah. I guess. But yeah, no, there's just so many different aspects, which is why I love the sport. Man, I'm so excited to be back, man. So excited yeah. to be back. Yeah, but yeah, yeah Shavkat Rachmanov versus Steven Thompson. That is also taking yeah. place at 296. Another and then, one we got. Also, I don't know if this is what you were you were gonna say, but they announced Jared Cannonier versus Roman Dolidze. Mm -hmm. um, bit random. It it was. I texted you earlier. I was like, I don't yeah. know how this really makes sense considering. Um, who? Like oh I can't. Dolize's last fight. Who was? Uh, lost to Vittori. If I yeah, recall. lost to Marvin Vittori. Now he's going like. Now he's, he's going back. I mean, up. if he if he wins that fight, he's yeah. like one fight away from the title. Obviously, I, think, I believe. Didn't he take that on? Did he take that on short notice though? Or was that? I can't remember. No, no. I'm pretty sure they got announced out of nowhere because I don't think Cannonier had anybody. Mm. Had anybody else lined yeah, up? Yeah, I feel bad for Cannonier in this situation. I think I thought he had a. Well, it's really weird considering the entire world expected Adesanya to win. Mm -hmm. Obviously, and they're thinking mm -hmm. like you know Cannonier's got a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. To do because he got he dropped a dud on Adesanya, but yeah. now we have Mr. Sean Strickland who Cannonier already beat. I know you don't like that, but the win score column is a score column. But oh, yeah. So well, I like Sean Strickland as champ. That's for oh, sure. I, I I feel like it's impossible I, not to. I feel like any UFC fan. Like myself, obviously, I wanted Adesanya to win, but I am not mad by any means having the American psycho. I'm not mad Sean at all. Sean Strickland, oh, that's man. awesome. I wish I had. Oh, I bought his shirt. Have I showed you the shirt? You that showed I me. That's 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 oh, great. It's the God. American psycho. One, oh, right? it's so good. That is great I was shirt. gonna wear it if I didn't wear it almost like every single day of the week. I would have worn it today, but I <laughs> yeah. wore it yesterday. And uh, but it, it's coming. You guys will see it soon for sure. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I usually try and save all my UFC apparel for for this, yeah. of course, for obviously re obvious reasons, but. Um, I think why he won, though, we might as well get into Sean Strickland. Oh, yeah, we have a lot that happened. There's a lot I guess we could cover. I mean, we were going to get into our list. Um, we were going to have our top five fights um, since our since our hiatus. And number one on my list was Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. Number one Strick. fight? My favorite. That was my favorite fight to watch. Okay. Yeah. Now, in terms of excitement. That's what I was saying. That's why in my list I, I, I kind of— yeah. You know, had to differentiate which ones did I love to watch. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it'd be a Sean O'Malley. I love to watch it. It wasn't a phenomenal mm -hmm. fight. Like it wasn't yeah. until he got not until the the, the yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, Or something like um, like Shevchenko versus Grasso. That was just That's no that. winner, yeah. but like That's just a, a phenomenal, fight. exciting mm -hmm. fight uh -huh. that I didn't really care who won. It was more just phenomenal mixed martial arts yeah, on yeah, display. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, this one was just purely from like. Uh, well, obviously, I'm a big Sean Strickland fan. I really don't know why or how that that started happening. He's, but I mean, he's hilarious. It's, yeah, it started ever since his uh, fight with Brendan Allen like a couple years ago. They didn't let that guy get near Mike until like his last two or three uh, fights, and now they can't seem to take one out of out of his face. Well, they can't now. <laughs> I don't think they expect. I don't think anybody did, but I don't think they. Well, obviously, expecting to be I champion. I can name one person. Who expected? 
You really um, thought you really thought that? I told everyone and their mom that he was going to win. I feel like so. I feel like a, I you know I'm not gonna discredit you. I feel like a heavy part of that is your disliking for Adesanya. But. Oh, oh, obviously that plays a factor. That play, played a factor. But did I sure. not? No, you I, did. You did. I've had numerous conversations with you about it, about how I could see Sean Strickland winning. Yeah, no, you did. I'm not. Now, gonna, I'm not gonna take it away from you, but I just don't know if it's a hundred percent. I don't know if you are hundred percent confident. Oh no, no, no. But, I was probably like. <sighs> You know, you predicted the fight right. That's all that really matters. Okay. You did say did you did say Sean was gonna win. So I guess that's all that really matters. It was good. Um, I will say it, it. It just made me so happy. Just to, I was also so nervous at the same time watching it, though. I mean, yeah, he's a massive underdog. I, I mean, like uh, I thought, even after he dropped him in the first round, I, a lot of a lot of times, like if a big underdog has like a big moment, I feel like they kind of like. They get a little gun shy after because they're like, "Oh, I can just wait for it and I'll catch yeah. them clean again." Or yeah, or they get gun shy, or they get over aggressive and yeah, they get caught and forget who they're one. fighting as well. Mm-hmm. But Sean Strickland was very, very. I mean, he made Izzy look lost like the whole the yeah, whole time. He's frozen. It was frozen re- like Elsa, like like, <laughs> like like Izzy would say Elsa, but frozen yeah, like Elsa. But no, uh, but yeah. back to Mister Cannon the Air. It is still a weird fight. I don't know if how I feel about it. I hope. I kind of just hope Jared wins. I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say I feel bad for him because he had a strong case to make. Um, coming off a big win versus uh, Marvin Vittori, that was a really good performance he had. Yeah, there. I, I um, was kind of shocked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, especially since he already has a win over Sean. But just unfortunately for Jared, he barely started opening his mouth in his recent fights. You know, obviously. Yeah. Half of half of the UFC matchmaking has to do with marketing and marketing and is a mat. Not I wouldn't even say. I mean, well, half yes. It's a big part is it's marketing a, it, yourself nowadays. Yeah, a lot of fighters, and I understand why. You know, you came up cage fighting. You probably just think, you know, if I win fights against the higher ranking, the higher rankings, that's how yeah. I get opportunities. But man, you can leapfrog a lot of people in this game just by you know being someone that the yeah. fans want to watch. A la well, I, Sean O'Malley. Yeah, I mean, it's also. Yeah, Sean's a good example of that. But it's also, it's an entertainment business as well mm-hmm. as a sport. I mean, this is like, like you said, like, I mean, Sean O'Malley mouthed his way into going from number 11 ranked, I think he he was, to just number mm-hmm. one contender right away. And now exactly. he's, now everybody he's thought champ. that was a stupid idea, but because yeah. he ran his mouth, and I guess I mean, he, he believed in himself clearly, I, but I mean, now he's a champion. You can say the same thing about Sean, too. His, yeah, his, his fight before that, uh, he beat an unranked. Uh, that's crazy to me. What was, what was it? Well, that is thanks to. To Drikus. That's, a, uh, that's another crazy thing. Imagine. Uh, you always got to be ready for your opportunity X in this game. It's another X that's, factor yeah. that, that goes on. It, it, it's not like your your uh, classic, you know, baseball, basketball where there's a I bracket. Say, and, it, you know, it, there's no bracket in the UFC. It's mm-hmm. literally. It's the only sport where, like, yeah. you know, you there's can no get set your. set playoffs. Yeah, you can get your championship opportunity. Anytime. Just anytime. Any place, anytime, anywhere. Sean Strickland's a great example of that. Oh, God, I love that guy. But, yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. Uh, Cannonier versus Delize. And then there are probably two or three other big ones. Uh, Figgy versus uh, Rob Font. That's also going to be taking place. Yeah. Um, uh, they didn't give a date. They didn't decide on what the venue or location. Well, that I think was it's gonna... a, it says December 2nd. Was when oh, a new fight night. Yeah, yeah. that's the same as uh, Cannonier and Dolizze. Yeah. So and I don't think fight night. I don't think they've announced the uh, the location. No, for that. <sighs> I, I don't they, know. They 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 had rumors going around of where. I know. Where, I, I can't about remember China because I heard. Aren't they doing something? In I don't China know if it was that. Summer? I don't know if it was this. I I don't remember. I like just read something, but they are still to be determined. Seems on a that bit one. late to schedule something like that. I know, especially. Uh, being you know obviously far not not in, if it's not going to be in the U.S. they should probably get going on yeah. that. I mean, but um, I don't play a matchmaker for that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. But it's actually crazy because if we look back a uh, many podcast episodes ago, which was probably nearly a year ago, 
when it first got discussed of Figgy moving up to 135, I did predict that uh, a fight, a good fight for him would be Rob Font, um, something that will probably take place on the feet. And I'll be interested to see how that plays out. And uh, it's good to see a guy who's been struggling for so long to make weight finally uh, taking care of his body and moving up. Yeah, I mean, isn't he? I think he walked. They said he walks around like 160, 170. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. That's 40, 40 50 pounds he's got to cut. Yeah. That is, that's 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 gross. That's crazy. But he's but, just um, he's a tiny guy though. But like no, he is. But like he, but the fact that he walks around mm-hmm. at that, like that's you still got to cut all that oh, weight. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Obviously, I'd be a would be a one seventy pounder probably. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of one seventy though, I know you were really happy it's to time. see this. Finally, I mean, probably back in April when we were still on the pod, we were probably we talking, were talking about, about this. Oh, I was vouching. The for fight this. that was waiting to get announced for seemingly I don't know half a year now. Uh, finally did Leon Edwards versus Kobe Covington that will headline uh, in Las Vegas at UFC 296 um, I mean, I feel like the buildup for this has just been taking so long and it's finally happening Yeah, I don't know exactly what I, I don't I'm like I, I don't have any inside sources to tell me what the case was But I mean, I know Leon at the beginning was obviously the one he didn't think Kobe mm-hmm. deserved the chance but then Colby also had the the legal issues going on with Jorge Masvidal because Masvidal obviously sucker punched him, and there was a whole well, there was a bunch of legal action going on there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, finally this gets announced, and as as you know, I mean I've said it before on here, but Colby is one of my favorite. I feel like Colby Covington is kind of similar to Sean Strickland in there oh, in a in just a way of I feel like people either really really love him or think he's super annoying yeah. and hate him. Coincidentally, Colby does not like Sean Strickland. Which I, I I was going to mention that as well. I that's the funny thing. I thought that the, since they're so similar. Mm-hmm. They would at least feel mutual, but mm-hmm. I, clearly not. But then I mean, Colby, I don't think he can say anything good about anybody on the <laughs> That's also true. On the he, roster. He picks and chooses his battles wisely. Yeah. No, uh, but I, I love Colby. I, I, mean, I don't dislike Leon, but I'm not a massive fan of him either. I mean, yeah. Pro- he still produced maybe the greatest moment in UFC history. So mm-hmm. that'll greatest be a, comeback. Yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a tremendous fight. I really don't know who to root for in that one, but uh, yeah. I'll be. Ha- I'm. Ha- I'm just happy the welterweight division is finally against. Some finally, new- I mean, a great. It's stacked too. That's the thing. I the know. fact that it's so stagnant is is very frustrating. Here's my he- thing. If you're Bilal Muhammad, uh, he- who was <laughs> promised a title shot, do you just do you keep waiting? Because December is a he long should. time. Now. He should. I mean, who else is going to get it? Like but, realistically. But then you're talking about waiting until next March. You're talking about being laying. Yeah. Being off for like a year. I feel like Bilal's the kind of guy that wants to just fight. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I would be, I mean, obviously he should be pissed. I mean, we were looking, we were talking about it. Um, his like, his win streak and the fact that he hasn't like, received a single yeah. title shot and the fact that he's not even next yeah. in line potentially. His last few names, I believe, are uh, right here. Gilbert Burns, Sean Brady, Vincente Luque. Um, I think Wonderboy. Damian Maya. Yeah, Damian Maya and Steven Thompson. And, well, he didn't, he didn't win or lose against Leon Edwards. Guy but, I poked. Yes, those last five fights right there. I mean, I feel like that's more than deserving mm-hmm. of a title but, shot. Uh, but but like we were saying, Kobe Covington keeps himself in the headlines regardless of if he's fighting or not. People, he's yeah. a person that no matter what, you either want to see him win or lose. But at the, at the end of the day, people want to see him. You know, no, that's a perfect example so. of like the whole marketing thing mm-hmm. we were talking about. Like Bilal Muhammad doesn't. I mean, everybody kind of thinks he's a boring fighter. Exactly. So. And there's guys like Colby who just what who, Colby's when I don't even know when that was, but I mean he just beat Masvidal. That was who, eighteen, like over eighteen yeah, months ago. I mean, now. a long time ago. Crazy. And the fact that he's now fighting again for the title just because he, you know, mm-hmm. knows how to keep him keep his name in the pot for sure. Yeah, but probably my favorite fight that yeah. they have announced, and I think uh, I've been seeing a lot of 
uh, chit chat around the sure. uh, the internet about it. Uh, Yuri Prohaska versus Alex Pereira. Oh. That will take place UFC 295 in New York. Co-main event to Jones versus Stipe. Um, in my opinion, though, if there was a fight that I could choose to watch between the two, though, I'm going with Yuri versus Alex. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I know you're a massive Alex fan. I'm a massive. I love, I think Yuri's sick. Mm. I also, I obviously love Alex, too. He's done a phenomenal yeah. amount of. In such a short time. Yes, in such a short time, his workload has been actually absurd. Wow. I mean, yeah, he's, that's going to be electric. And the fact that it's co-main, it's not even the main event is a crazy part. And that, like, like, that has fight of the year, oh. fight of the decade potential. Yeah. That um, could go one. That could go five. All I know could is go five. That, that could literally go twenty seconds. I was saying, I feel like it's first to land. Mm -hmm. For however long that goes, that will be it. Just it, it, there's just there's some fights where there's just there's just no chance that it's boring, and that like, yeah. has zero chance. I mean, like them. we say, like everybody always says, styles make fights. This is one of those matchups where it's like these styles mm -hmm. together in a locked cage for twenty five minutes is guaranteed entertainment and fireworks. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so and that, but that also the fact that Yuri's coming back because mm -hmm. he never lost his belt. He nope. just he got injured, and I respect him for it. He gave it up because he doesn't want to hold a division. And uh, Pereira has a chance to uh, start the year off as middleweight champion and end the year as light heavyweight champion. Yeah, that's... which would be crazy because he has only fought, if I recall, he's got eleven pro fights. This, I know yeah, that. this will be his eleventh pro fight and his seventh fight in the UFC, and he could potentially yeah. have two belts already in under his belt. Um, yeah, that one's super exciting. Can't wait to see it. Another championship one. I think it's on, uh, yeah, yeah. Komain to 296, the uh, flyweight title. We got Pantoja versus Roy Val. Pantoja, obviously, coming off of the, I, I think that was also one of my yeah, that's on phenomenal mind. fight as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and Brandon Roy Val, who's been like, I feel like he's slowly climbing up the, uh, climbing up the rankings. He's been... Uh, he's been, I feel like, on an absolute terror, but I feel like it's finally his time. Because, yeah, I was going to say, his last two fights I know were super, super mm -hmm. quick. Yeah, I mean, he had a knockout versus Mateus Nicolau and and submitted a Matt Schnell, both of those going in under two and a half minutes. So his time is near. I feel like it's not a massive, you know, it's not like a Pereira or a Colby Covington name, but it's going to, I think it's going to be a really, really man. good fight. The flyweights just deliver because they can't knock each other out and they don't they're, stop swinging. Because they're, they're, they're absurdly quick. Uh -huh. And like you say, they're 125, well, not mm -hmm. when they fight, but they weigh in at 125 pounds, which is so little if you think yeah. about it. But yeah, I feel like flyweight fights are always, even like in the undercards, oh, like yeah. flyweight fights are they just, always They just don't stop throwing. Oh my god! Like the, yeah, Pantoja versus Moreno. I mean, I feel like there was a billion strikes after in the, the fight. second round. I was like, nah, someone, somebody's gassing out, and they just did not stop throwing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. any other noteworthy ones? Um, the last one I'd probably mention is uh, Vicente Luque versus uh, yeah, Ian, Ian Gary, Ian Machado sure. Gary, who uh, over the summer, honestly, I don't, I'm not sure how you feel about him. But he became one of the most annoying fighters in my eyes over like the past like six months. Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, he's just I don't know. Yeah, he obviously uh, he he was trying to pull off the whole you know he's the next uh, mm -hmm. next Conor McGregor and you know he was doing a good job of that. But then when that the lead up to Neil, fighting Neil Magny was just like I don't know. Yeah, he, he I I think he's kind of annoying. I love his fighting style. Yeah, though. he's, he's a great, great fighter, and I think he's a really I think mm -hmm. he has a chance to be a, like a serious contender. Yeah, for but sure. He, yeah, he kind of lost some fans just yeah. being annoying, yeah. like not really just super he, annoying. He made something out of nothing with that. Yeah, um, no, that was stupid. For those who are 
out of the know with with the buildup to that Neil Magny fight. Basically, Neil Magny made a comment to the extent of like, I'm going to whoop you like I whoop my kids or something like that. And Ian Gary totally turned and tried to turn the narrative into like, basically Neil Magny's a, a child abuser. Yeah, it was stupid. And everyone was just like, and then he wouldn't let him talk at the press conference. That was, that was really pissed. That, that like, was so <laughs> annoying. I wanted Ian to win, but yeah, every time Neil would try and talk, he'd cut him off and tell him to just be, be quiet, quiet or whatever he was saying. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're not going to win fans no, over that way. No, you're not. I don't know. If, yeah. I mean, maybe if he had a legit argument, maybe if I saw a video of Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, but there's like, nothing, there was nothing. Like, like you said, yeah. he's trying to make something out of absolutely nothing. Yeah. And it was Neil Magny. It's, you know, yeah. it, nice guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, gatekeeper. I was about to say, absolutely. <laughs> like, pure definition of a gatekeeper. Never been a bigger gatekeeper in the UFC. Yeah. I think when it's all said and done, they should give him, like, gatekeeper of <laughs> gatekeeper yeah. of the year award or something. I just got a notification for an Instagram post. It says, which matchmaking is is, <laughs> is worse, Patty versus Tony or Diaz versus Chamayev? Jesus. I, I seriously don't think that Patty versus Tony is that ridiculous. I think Diaz versus Jemaya was ridiculous. Yeah, because at least I know I think Tony will be competitive. It, yeah, he's. He I think he has a legit for a chance round at least. Yeah, I think he's got a chance. I mean, you pointed out. I remember when it happened that after, it was the eye poke. That after the eye poke, that's when he, Tony. He was winning and like convincingly mm-hmm. winning the fight until he got poked. I'm not saying that that's why, but. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, Bobby Green's no joke on the on the feet. Bobby Jones, or I said, I almost said Bobby Jones. Bobby Green is like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say best of the best, but he's up there. Like, he's a scary oh, yeah. fighter. He's very unorthodox in the way that he mm-hmm. fights. And Tony looked very good, I thought, until that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think Shamaya versus Diaz was that, that that was ridiculous. I love that. I love <laughs> I I love Diaz. I, I would have happened. I don't like Shamaya, but it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I saw know. that, thought I pointed out. But yeah, I mean, like we said, there's been a bunch of crazy, uh, crazy matchmaking that has gone on. Dana's been on fire recently. Yeah, because I was getting a little nervous with yeah. coming up towards the he, end. Of the he end. he always does that. There's always He'll a drop. point where it's like they, everyone's saying like, "Oh, UFC's dead. UFC's dead." Yeah. Then he then Dana goes live yeah. announcement, and then, two more get, for you. and then you know? we get and then we get then we get Edwards Covington, we uh, get uh, Pereira, Prohashka. But yeah. yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, there's obviously been so much Countless. more, but as of recent, these are some of the, the better matchups that have been announced. Um, yeah. Do you want to go into our, our little okay. lists we made yeah. now? Might as well as, transition as into that. As I mentioned a little earlier, being that there isn't a card, actually, before we, before we get into the list, I would like to highlight something that I did not even realize until like earlier today, because the buildup's been a little, uh, a little, little lackluster, but Canelo Alvarez fights this week. He fights uh, uh, Jamal Charlo, which went out, Jamal Charlo. I just saw that, like, yeah. this morning. I wasn't really... Like I said, I know you're the bigger... Yeah. You're the one that's bigger into boxing than me, but I I saw yeah. something on Twitter this morning, and someone said the same thing. They're like, believe it or not, Canelo Alvarez fights yeah, it, it very soon. Went, and that's a really good fight, too. Especially, like, that was someone that they've been asking Canelo to fight for a while now. Yeah. Um, and it got... I don't know. I think it's because in, in boxing... Um, they announce fights so much earlier than they do in uh oh yeah in an MMA like you know Strickland and and Adesanya got announced five weeks before yeah I like I think that quick turnaround's a lot better because if you're announcing it like three three and a half months like in advance like yeah you kind of just lose uh lose that excitement I mean, well the in between yes like when it's announced you're like oh hype and then yeah. you forget about it a month later yeah. and then the fight's still not there. Until yeah. another two months after, and it's kind of just annoying. But I expect that this fight will probably still do really big numbers, just being that you know there's no UFC event this weekend. No, no UFC no this week, other sadly. Big, uh, 
I, as far as I'm concerned, there's no misfits boxing going down this weekend either. No. no. <laughs> so no. I think that'll take all the attention. Uh, also, speaking of misfits boxing. I'm about to say, now that you say that. When's that fight happening? I, I, uh, I, yeah. Because I uh, yeah. we have a, uh, uh, for, for those who don't know, misfits boxing is that's basically just like celebrity YouTube October, boxing. October 14th. So we're actually very close. We're actually kind of close to Dylan Danis getting an actual fight off. You it's think crazy. that happens? Not, dude, I don't know. I I really, really, I, I hope so. I'm actually like very, in, the, the, their, their buildup's been good for at I least like it. a marketing know. standpoint. I feel like it's it, it's now got some hype behind wow. it. It's called, um, a, they're, they're, they're called like two main events. It's like a dual main event. Dual main event. I mean, that's I not. Think, a, but I think Danis and, and uh, Logan Paul. Logan are fighting first or before Jake and. Uh, Tommy Fury. No, not, not Jake. Jake. KSI. KSI. Tommy Fury. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but we're what? Yeah, we're about three weeks, I guess, now from October fourteenth to uh, actually watching Dylan Dennis get into a ring or a a uh, octagon. You know, in a combat sports. Yes. Well, he, you know, who he's been training with. Though I'm sure you're well aware. He got a few sessions in with. Uh, he's been with a lot of people. I feel like. Did I say Pereira? But he linked up. Say? Oh, he was with Pereira. I forgot about That's that. But he linked up. He linked up with McGregor. Oh um, yeah. Well, they're, they've they're, they've been training partners for a while. Obviously, is Dennis has cornered Connor mm-hmm. many times. But yeah, obviously. Uh, it's always good. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. I mean, McGregor's been looking sharp lately. Dude, he's looking good. <laughs> he's looking really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was hoping that, uh, you know, some people were thinking that December might have been the date for his return. But Yeah, no, Connor's also very good at keeping his name in the loop without doing uh, it. Without, without doing active. a thing. He's, I mean, good. He's, he's the he's the goat of, <laughs> of getting Roman and I absolutely <laughs> hyped out of our minds when we know... Yeah, in the backbone and in, in the back of our minds that he's not fighting. He anytime, had me so. fully convinced for a week that he was going to fight Justin Gaethje instead of Michael Chandler. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. who who else? I mean, he said Oliveira. We thought we were yeah. talking about him skipping, coming yeah. off a yeah. loss, fighting for the belt. We're talking about yeah, like Oliveira. Then he started talking about um, Gaethje. Gaethje. He also mentioned Poirier, uh, uh, he mentioned Kamaru Usman, who was yeah. the champion at the time. He had so many different. He's just he's really good at doing and, that. I would pay a ticket to watch any single one of those oh, fights. I don't, it, it's like, unless it was like, no, there's no name. I wouldn't I go watch. No name. No For a name. second, they were saying Tony Ferguson. I wouldn't really want to watch Tony get beat like Grant that. Grant Dawson. Yeah. There's I just mean, a random 155 pounder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, that would, yeah, that would never know. happen. Uh, but yeah, the notorious one always stays in the headlines. We'll see him early next year. Do you think he waits till UFC 300, though? I mean, at this point, honestly, like, obviously, I want to see him fight. Now, but mm-hmm. at this point, I think it'd be. I'm nervous. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm really, nervous. I'm nervous. No, I think there's he, not even a contract signed. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, he's gonna be Chandler. Yeah, but um, no, we're what? You're at UFC 294 coming up next, which another one that I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat for. Obviously, oh, man. the next uh, I was looking at the next three main events are three of my favorite yeah. fighters. Uh, I hope you lose. Yeah, yeah, two I bet. Of three. <laughs> What? No. Who do you want? Who do you no, want I, to lose? I just uh, no, I don't. There's no one I want to lose, honestly. I uh, thought we were actually going to be three for three on the same page here, but guess not. I mean, no. I mean, I, I I think Jones will beat Stipe. I think. But do you want Jones to win? Do I want? Yeah, because I if I, if Stipe win. wins, then I gotta wait for another. I gotta wait another year to watch that guy fight. He he fights like yeah. One time. I think this might years. be his last, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Lose. And then and then what? A vacant title, you know? Yep. And Cyril gone. Right back in the picture, boys. Yeah, you love talking <laughs> about that guy. Uh, he's, dude, he's sick. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. His ground game sucks, but he's sick. He's he is sick. a good fighter. He's a good little, he's a good little French guy. But uh, keep him away from the wrestling, man. <laughs> no, yeah, but 
Oh, yeah, I guess we might as well say that as well. The next three main events are Charles Oliveira. Who's, uh, you, you seem to... You know Lissette's uh, listening, so you got to oh, mess... man. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. My gut... My gut's not telling me, Charles, at the current moment. Maybe I'll wake up on... Maybe I'll wake up October 21st and my gut will once again... Wow. I just Change. watched uh, just watched that fight today. Yeah, I saw they just dropped it on YouTube. I I don't really want to watch it. Maybe I'll watch the first round. But I'll turn it off. First round's competitive. There's just yeah. it wasn't the same Charles out there. No, he didn't. I don't think he had a game. I think his game plan was the same as it always was. Yeah. Just get hit a couple times and then catch him once. But yeah. you can't do that with. I, I, I think something that we've learned, especially or after Volkan or after the Islam Volkanovsky fight is. Islam stand up is a, is a lot it's better elite. than a lot of people. Than I think. Is. I mean, I ne- I it's wasn't really convinced good. it was that like it was elite, but his stand up is it's really good. It's elite because I, I was looking at, I was watching the fight. It was like kind of looking for gaps where like Charles could land. There wasn't that, any could no, in that fight. Not nah, going. He, he, he keeps his hands. Like, he keeps his hands real tight. Uh, Charles likes throwing that teep kick right down the middle. He would block it. it every time. Yeah. No. And then obviously he tried to throw that uh, flying. Uh, yeah, we don't got to talk about that. Yeah, that happened. But like then, like I was saying. Then we have Jones Miocic coming up on November 11th, and then to end the end the year, we're going to go with Covington and Edwards, and also mm. many good um, fights below these these main events. Yeah, we're going to have a stacked stacked few weeks of podcasts. Yeah. End of the year is going to be great. Hopefully, it makes us very happy. But UFC is either celebrate or just I, don't know, I can't. Uh, think it, of it. It, it literally like it will ruin my Saturday. Night makes me just celebrate or it makes me contemplate my my, uh, yeah. my, my, my life pretty yeah, much. Yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll make me feel like I shouldn't have an MMA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now that I'm back in the microphone, I just know every pick everything, I make is going everything. to be wrong. Everything <laughs> I know for a fact. Like, of course, I would have been all over this podcast telling everyone to bet the house on Strickland. Yeah, and I then, wish we were there for that. I wonder then, if you actually would. And if it would have happened five weeks later. Yeah, he no. would he would got knocked out in the first round, um, <laughs> probably. But yeah, I say we now we yeah. can get into our little list because we obviously, like we said, it, there's been a lot that has obviously happened since we we last filmed. Mm-hmm. But um, not a whole lot of pay per views. But Roman and I decided to make our top five pay per views um, since we last aired, and as well as our top five fights. Mm-hmm. Um, just however you take that to be. But um, yeah. want to start with pay per views. Pay reviews first. I mean, I feel yeah, like that's yeah. an easier one to Let's cover. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I don't. I didn't really make an order. I will say though, I do have a number one for sure. But the other ones are just kind of. Eh. But my number one, I did have UFC two ninety. I think yeah. Which was Volkanovski versus that, Yair yeah, Rodriguez. That had to be. Um, not just because of the main event. Main event was obviously fun, but the the co-main was yeah, obviously Pantoja the... Moreno. Then we had Drikas shock the mm. world and beat Robert Whitaker. Jalen uh, Turner and Dan Hooker went to absolute war. Bo Nickel obviously made very light work of yeah. his opponent. And Robbie Lawler's farewell fight yeah. also ended in 38 seconds. That. Bo, Bo Nickel and Lawler both won in 38 seconds by knockout. <sighs> Crazy as that sounds. But, yeah, no, that I think that f- card was just really, really entertaining what was from your start favorite, to finish. What was your favorite moment on that card? Because there was a lot of them. A lot and my favorite was Drikas knocking out Whitaker. So? I hate to say it, but I uh-huh. think it was just hilarious. I kept telling you in the moment, I'm oh. going to laugh if he wins. And no. He actually made him look like, I'm yeah. not going to say easy, but he kind of made him look yeah. easy-ish. He did. Well, he won the, well, he was kind of, the first round was close. Until I he think got he won the, the first round, the, though. Yeah, and then he got the headlock, takedown. Dude, he, won yeah. It. He shocked me there. He's just so goofy. Like he is. He's just unorthodox. A, I mean, it's just unorthodox as well. Like he's just weird. And like you said, he 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 looks like he's breathing for yeah. his. He looks like he's like gasping for air every time. He, like five <laughs> seconds into the fight, 
And, um, yeah, he just arguably knocked out the uh, one of the great— obviously, I'd still say one of the greatest middleweights of all time. Not obviously up in the top, top, but, yeah. I mean, a guy who's been around for forever. Oh, man. I mean, Robert Whitaker doesn't lose to anyone that's not championship material. Yeah. I mean— Until Driguez. I mean, he's just so goofy. And, and I—, and I Every single parlay I had that night had Robert Whitaker winning, and I even I could not help but just I was laughing so hard yeah. when, when just seeing. And the thing is, I I, I I keep saying it. I don't want to like I ta- I did text you before the fight. I did not bet. I I didn't I didn't do anything he, he like that on the fight because I felt weird once again. It was mm-hmm. just one of those weird gut feelings that Drikus was going to pull something because I thought it was just such a lock uh-huh. when the fight was announced that Whitaker was just going to. Yeah, make light work of him, and then one other fight start. I'm like, oh no, like yeah. he, I have a weird, weird. You told feeling. me on the walkout. You told me during the walkout. I you know, were like, you have a feeling. It's so. But yeah, so I'm assuming two two ninety was on your list. Two ninety had to be at the top. Yeah, so I'll let you announce your next. Uh, um, two ninety had to be at the top. Um, my second one. This was a. Uh, this wasn't a pay per view, but it it it, it could have been, and I don't think people would have complained. Uh, UFC Noche, Noche UFC as they called it, uh, Grasso versus Shevchenko 2. Uh, honestly, this was kind of just like a, I watched this whole card top to bottom, and it was one of the most, it was the most viewed fight night of all time. Yeah. Three times as much as any other fight night, according to Uncle Dana. Yeah, I mean, it had a championship fight, so that, I mean, that yeah, helps a lot. That definitely helped, but like all the other fights on the card were very exciting to watch. Um, obviously, the co-main event, Holland versus JDM. Um, that was a good, uh, that was, yeah, split I mean, decision, close, surpri- close fight. Did you watch that fight live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little, I mean, I, I kind of wanted Holland to win, yeah. but it was a great fight regardless. Yeah, surprisingly, they were getting some boos, and I think that was only because, one, one, there wasn't a Mexican fighter in that one. That's true. In that fight, and then two, uh, they stood up the whole time, but, like, no one got knocked down, but it, I, there was still, no cr- they're, they're still back and forth. It was back and forth, but nothing crazy happened. Yeah, nothing you know, it's like, just classic fans at yeah, an event. Yeah. Well, obviously, want something. Everybody yeah, wants something crazy obviously. to happen all the times. And but. that was the first time in, like, that, their last two fights had ended in... Uh, yeah, they were finishes. I mean, yeah. Raul Rosas was right before that, so the crowd was just absolutely Ooh, yeah. ex- exhilarated for him to get the knockout. But, yeah, no, that's also—that was on my list as Good well. Fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um... So I guess I'll—another one that I had also was UFC 291, which was the BMF title fight headlining uh, Gaethje mm-hmm. versus Poirier. Um, Gosh, Poirier sold on that <laughs> one. <laughs> told you before the uh, fight, I knew—not I mm. not even before, I had spent that you for a while, like Gaethje was going to win the fight. I didn't think it was going to yeah. be Leon Edwards' fashion head kick, but— um, yeah, no, Gage. I was really excited, and I I don't dislike Poirier. I'm not a massive fan of him either, though. I like I think I mean Gaethje doesn't like Connor, which pisses me off yeah. a little bit. But I love Joe. I feel like it's impossible not to like Gaethje. He's I feel like he right now I think he's arguably like the one guy you can put in against anybody in the entire mm-hmm. world, and it's auto fireworks. I was just thinking about that like yesterday. I was like, though it's crazy that the most boring fight Gaethje has probably had in, in recent memory was his three-round fight with Fiziev, and that yeah, was still one of the most exciting fights of the that year. That was crazy, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's no, he's just awesome. But The highlight, man, there's just some people who that's are— a, that's, a, that's one of the most true nicknames, I think, ever. Absolutely um, right there. But not only did we have that, we also had Pereira make his light heavyweight debut against Bohol, which it kind of was a stinker. A stinker, but, you know. But um, Pereira, everybody was excited because Pereira won. I feel like most people wanted him to win. Yeah. But then we had Derek Lewis get a— with Jorge Masvidal yeah, in attendance, no. get a flying knee knockout, which was I thought yeah. made the card for me. And then obviously, 
he did a couple of goofy things after the uh, oh, yeah. after the win um, that were just made it even funnier. Um, yeah, then he also had Bobby Bobby Green, Tony Ferguson, which was going. It was going. It was very entertaining for I'd say about a round mm-hmm. until yeah, you know, Tony Tony got old. Tony got Tony. <laughs> Um, but then Kevin Holland sub- submitted Michael Chiesa, mm-hmm. hopefully into retirement for Chiesa. He didn't look very good he in that fight. He terrible. Didn't look like he ever had a chance. And he submitted him, too. I mean, I thought he was going to knock him out. But yeah, I just, uh, I was just, I had a five, I had a five-leg parlay. And it was going great because that was the same night Terrence Crawford fought Errol Spence. Errol Spence, yep. And uh, I had, like, I had Terrence. Yeah, Terrence, yeah. I, good, I had, uh, I think I, I had Bobby Pereira. And I think I might have had Derek Lewis. And then to cap it off, who I thought was going to be the biggest lock of the night, Dustin Poirier, watching it on my phone. And you thought he was an absolute lock? I didn't think absolute lock, but I was pretty confident. I was more confident in him than I was in, yeah, in, in like, Derek Lewis Pereira yeah. to get the you win. You know, of course, this is uh, – it wasn't on – we didn't get an episode aired, but I actually would have went five for five of my predictions <sighs> this card. But you know what? No one will ever know that. No one we, – we, But at least I know in my heart what happened. But, yeah, yeah no, okay. that's – Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, um, for sure. That was a good one. Since we last filmed. Mm, what else then, you got? What else do I got? I mean – I think uh, this one wasn't obviously that the, the the main event was great. The other fights were also pretty good as well. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, UFC 292 Sterling versus O'Malley. Uh, great outcome for for the UFC and for uh, many people uh, in Bloomington for this one because I remember I was walking into uh, Brothers as the as oh, I just yeah. I heard the the I heard the crowd go absolutely electric oh, as I'm man. giving the bounce for my ID and I knew that that could only be because of one thing only yeah. I was like no one I was like once I know it's for facts or no one would be cheering for Sterling oh, yeah. this loudly and I walk in there and uh, somehow I just found you in like the, the I know riot. it was so random too <laughs> like I obviously I was rocking my my new Sugar Sean shirt for the first time. Good luck. And a lot of people, yeah, we were upstairs, I've seen a lot of people were commenting yeah. on the shirt. Everybody rooting for Sugar Sean. And like I like <laughs> he knocks him out. And I just remember like him knocking him out. And I literally like obviously I get up. I'm like, yeah. I was obviously yelling. And I turn and like you were just right in front. I'm like, dude, where the where, where did you come from? Spawning. I'd just be spawning. And yeah, <laughs> no, that was that yeah. was that was awesome. One Good. of the moments of the year for sure. Uh, I mean, I think it it's got a, it's got an argument for knockout of the year. I don't oh, know yeah. if it'll win, but it's it's definitely up there for yeah. sure. And then you had uh, Zhang Wei Li, a fan favorite nowadays. Oh, I, love, I, I, love I you cannot like her. I mean, she's great. She's uh, electric. She she just dominated Amanda Lemos. I mean, that was always going to happen though. Um, and then we had the, the Neil or the Ian Gary decision over Neil Magny, and then uh, Marlon Vera, one of my favorite fighters. Decision over Pedro Munoz, uh, and then you also had hopefully the Chris Weidman retirement fight. Yeah, I really hope so too. I got scared there for a second; he was going to injure himself mm-hmm. again. I remember, I think it was the it wasn't the leg that he broke, but the other leg. I yeah. think Tavares either checked the kick or something. I'm like, this is not happening back I to mean, back. He had uh, probably the most, or like Tav- Tavares, like the perfect game plan, but like the. The game plan I did not want to see. Oh, he yeah, just I mean, genius. If he out, wanted to win, he did what he had to do. He went out there and just kicked the hell out of Chris <laughs> yeah. Weidman's legs. And for those who don't know, Chris, Chris Weidman was coming off a two-year layoff because he had just snapped his oh, leg in half. That's gross. And the, <laughs> Tavares for three yeah. rounds. 
was just wailing at his legs. Right, yeah, that, I was like, that's the thing. I was, <laughs> like, I was super nervous that he was like, it was going to happen again. I'm like, I don't want to watch it live. Like, I was like watching the TV, but I'm like, if, if his leg snaps again, I don't want to see it. I saw him it. switching stances. I'm like, this is bad. But then, I, then the announcer like pointed out, I think Cormier pointed out that it was the other leg mm -hmm. that was hurting. I'm like, all right, I guess that doesn't, I don't know if it makes me feel better about it, but at least it's not the same injury that was reoccurring again. But yeah. I, well, I heard he tore his ACL on his, in his like MCL, PCL. He should never fight Please again. don't fight again, Chris. Yeah, Dana um, White said that himself. He yeah, said, he, I remember there was like a reporter was like, so what's next for Chris Weidman? And Dana was like, hopefully retirement. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, but yeah. you know, he has a fighter's mentality, so I wouldn't no, be surprised. I, I respect it. It's just like at this point mm -hmm. in his life, he's not, he's not contending mm -hmm. again ever. And a fight that kind of went under the radar... Um, but ended up being a heck of a fight was Brad Katona versus Cody Gibson. Yeah. That was on that card. That I was, was gonna. I, that, that's in my top mm -hmm. five fights actually mm -hmm. since we uh, Ultimate Fighter finale. Yeah. Um, got a lot of eyeballs on it. They threw a combined. Uh, it's like a well over three hundred like, strikes. Oh, probably six hundred plus strikes combined. So they were uh, for three rounds. They went to absolute yeah. war. I was happy Katona got the win. I mean, oh, he's got a, on, he's got man. a pretty sick last name. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, I remember on the Ultimate Fighter, there Cody Gibson was just saying that Brad just gonna hug his leg yeah. the whole time and do absolutely nothing, and, uh, and then he didn't take him down once and exactly. wailed on his face for the whole fight. And Cody wailed back. Don't get me wrong. Um, that's the game we play. That's, that's the, the game. Yeah. That was it. Was beautiful. Kurt Holabaugh also won the uh, lightweight title fight mm -hmm. for the Ultimate Fighter yeah. as well. But yeah, no, great event um, overall. Yeah, I would say four events we named. You want yeah, to just yeah. name? I got. I guess I got one more. It's also not a uh, pay-per-view. It was a fight night, but could have been a uh, pay-per-view, in my opinion. I think it was just... it's It was UFC Charlotte. It was a fight night. It was May 13th. It was The main event was Jailton Almeida versus Jardinia Rosenstrike. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I obviously... I like Rosenstrike, but Almeida is obviously one of the up-and-coming prospects mm -hmm. um, in the heavyweight division. A little bit lighter than the average heavyweight, but he's yeah. he's slick on the ground. Um, but yeah, we had that. He got a first round submission, which was which yeah, was exciting. That was a lock. And then no. Anthony Smith versus Johnny Walker was also a, a uh, you know, I feel like it was kind of one sided, but he it was yeah, it was exciting from what I remember. And then Ian Gary knocked out D Rod, which I was very happy to see. And then also D Rod, bro. Yeah, and then we, we had still Carl, hate him by the way. Yeah, he, he kind of stinks. <laughs> but then another first round finish. Uh, Carl's Olberg knocked guy's out. Tough. Yeah, he's 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 a really good fighter. Um, I was excited to watch him get a knockout. I can't remember exactly how he did it, but I just remember like when I was researching these, mm -hmm. I remember like being super excited for Olberg. But yeah, for um, sure. yeah, then also on the, uh, the the main event of the prelims was also Matt Brown, and at, at the time, mm. this he had a knockout, another first round knockout. So a lot of act, just a lot yeah, of ex quick, exciting fights, which is why I had this on here. Uh, Matt Brown became the all time knockout leader in UFC history. With that knockout, um, I think Derek Lewis with the with the with the knockout over yeah. Rogerio Lima, took he it took it back. Or I think they're it might be tied, or Derek Lewis took it back. I don't remember which one, but that was also very cool to watch. Considering I think he's like forty years old now and he's still knocking people mm -hmm. out, which is crazy. But um, yeah, um, cool event overall. And Brian Battle knocked out Gabe Green in fourteen seconds. A lot of just a lot of first round knockouts, a lot of first round finishes is why I had this on the. Uh, 
bottom half yeah, of my, was, my top five. I was sleeping on that one. Honestly, yeah. I didn't realize I didn't realize how exciting the name. Yeah, it was. It wasn't really a superstar powered. Obviously, it wasn't really carried by by name power, mm -hmm. but it was just in terms of good mixed martial arts and excitement yeah, for, sure. for the fans. It was it was good considering it was also a fight night, not just good a pay per view. Shout. Good shout. Okay, so now we'll uh, now we'll get into our top five fights since uh, our uh, filming of the. 23rd podcast of the Split Decision yeah. Pod. Um, do you want to start from the top? Do you want to kind of just how, did, I, how we did this? I also didn't even rank them because I didn't yeah. know how to exactly rank them. I just put, I mean, I have five. I could have I could have put like 15, mm -hmm. but uh, sure. I couldn't even make a rankings of them because I, I think all these are like, I got a good mix of good, excuse me, a good mix of like just good mixed martial arts along with some results that I was just very, very happy um, with happening. So yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, if you... You can give off one. I'm sure we have a couple to say. We already said we both have Gresso versus Shevchenko too. Mm -hmm. So I guess we won't have to name that one. But uh, yeah, uh, what else, another what else one that we, we briefly named, but I think we should go into a little bit more detail with on was um, Brandon Moreno versus uh, Alexander Pantoja. That was the co-main event of UFC two. What? What are we talking here? That one was. 290. That was Komain to Volkanovski versus Yair Rodriguez. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, not the results I wanted. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't be disappointed by the, by the by the outcome. To be honest, being how great the fight was, um, as we were saying earlier, flyweights, man, they know how to throw down, and these two for five rounds just did not stop swinging. It was ridiculous. Uh, Could have went either way. I mean, if I uh, putting my unbiased glasses on. I do think the control time kind of helped kind of put the, the fight in Pantoja's favor. So I I wasn't too devastated by the result. Yeah. Right um, right after the fight, I had four, I thought it was 48-47 yeah. Pantoja. Mm -hmm. One of the judges said 49-46 Moreno, which yeah, I'm sorry. That was I don't, ridiculous. I don't understand. I don't know. I forgot who it was, but that's, yeah. that that's pretty was, bad. I'm that, sorry. That fight was 48-47 either way. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if Moreno won 48-47, I, 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 I think Pantoja won, but I, I wouldn't have been like, that mm -hmm. is ridiculous. But um, um, yeah, surprised that off the excitement that fight didn't even go straight into the quadrilogy. But I guess since Brandon Moreno just got done with one of those, yeah, yeah. he's. I'm sure he wants to fight, fight new blood. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm sure he'll be fighting for the belt. In, yeah, in I, I don't. Time. I don't think his his contending days are done. I yet. think there's a big gap between a, like the top three or four yeah. in that division. Well, also with Figueroa moving up, clearly yeah, that yeah. opens up another spot. I mean, you don't really have too many other people that are in. In I mean, yeah, Roy, Roy Val. I think that was he's rightfully the next mm -hmm. one. But Amir Albazi, like he barely beat yeah. Kai Kara. I, I, I don't, don't think, think he, he didn't beat him. I don't think he beat him either. Yeah. And those two. Yeah, they scrapped and clearly. Yeah. And Albazi's gonna fight Man Al Cape next. Yeah, uh, yeah. Prop, most likely. Well, or uh, or Cape might fight France because they started they started talking. Mm. Remember, Cape said some uh, explicit things yeah, to him on the microphone yeah, of that. Yeah. The uh, what was that? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I that's what I meant. I, uh, you meant Kai Kara? Yeah, Kai yeah, Kara yeah. Versus, that that should be next. Yeah, that'll be next, and then it'll be probably Moreno versus uh, Albazi. Yeah, and uh, Dana will decide from there. But yeah, that was a. Moreno versus Pantoja, bro. Like, just exciting from Great. start to finish. Great, yeah. I, I didn't really have a bias for who I wanted yeah. to win. I, I like both guys. They're both very exciting. Um, but, yeah, yeah, just good mixed martial arts mm -hmm. overall. Good display. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so one of the fights that I put, which is I already – I guess I had already mentioned Brad Katona versus uh, Cody Gibson, which was – that one was electric as well. But I also had <laughs> – I had Drikus Duplessis versus Rob Whitaker, which we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, 
I, j- I can't. It's still, I mean, it's, it's just funny to me every time I think about it. Because I actually really liked Rikus a lot. <laughs> I just did not think he was. No. I texted you at the fight. I'm like, he's actually him. I, I couldn't mm-hmm. believe he actually was, the, like, did that. Then that was seemingly the number one contender. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, like, kind of, sort of, I guess. Like we say in the, in the UFC, Strawn Strickland probably shouldn't have even fought for the title yeah. yet. And now he's champion, which is just another reason why. I mean, Drikus got to wait a little bit yeah, longer. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Drikus now. I know somebody asked him what they wanted to do with Drikus, and Dana had said, you know how I feel about guys yeah. who turn down fights. So I'm sure Drikus might. I mean, I guess they could. They don't do the Izzy rematch, which I don't think they, they should do that. I, I think you. Oh, I, look at you. I didn't know. you. I didn't think you were, they would have that opinion. No. I mean, dude, you always make it seem like Israel is not he's not even in my top five favorite fighters. I like him a lot. I think he's I think he's one of the greatest of all time, if not if not the greatest middleweight. I don't think he is yet. And yet he might have butchered his chances yeah. at, at that now, but no, I don't I you, you think he's like in my top five, he's just not in my top like I I'm not saying I, I, I do like him a lot. Like when I always will probably cheer for him to win no matter what. But um no, I, I also don't think that may I I don't know, just the do way you think the fight it should be went. I, yeah, it's weird. I think it should be Drikus, or I think it should. I, I think it should have been Cannonier as well. But or you think Winner versus uh, Hamzat Costa? Also, like that. That's why when they. That's why it was weird when they announced Cannonier versus Dolizia. Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes any sense. But Costa versus. I think if Hamza wins, it makes a yeah. lot of sense to like, just let him just let him do his thing right away. I mean, the build up to that would be absurd. Yeah. Hamza and Strickland didn't they already get into something? Well, they no no no. They were training partners actually. Like uh, he went over to. Uh, Extreme Extreme Couture and he trained with him and then uh, and then I actually he just put out a video yesterday and but he said he would be willing to fight Sean even though that did he oh no oh I'm thinking I'm thinking of Costa and and Hamza they were fighting because they were like at the same gym and they like got into a scuffle yeah yeah yeah, that's what I was thinking of but yeah no I don't know I actually don't I crazy as it sounds I don't think that Adesanya should be right away or at least Strickland should fight somebody else first yeah. before Adesanya gets yeah, back in yeah, there yeah. again, okay. at least. Look but at yeah, you, look at you turning a new leaf. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I got Duplass Evers Whitaker was one of my other yeah, ones. Yeah, for sure. Um, another fight. I was gonna. I, I had to throw a little honorary boxing match on here. I had to talk about one of the biggest fights of the year, which was Terence Crawford versus Errol Spence. Uh, as I said earlier, that took place on the same day as uh, Poirier versus Gaethje, um, and. Actually, it took place at the exact same I was time. Say, I thought it was the same time too. Yeah, uh, took, and then at the exact same time as um, Alex Pereira versus Jan Blahovich. Yeah. And even as much as I liked Alex Pereira, I still watched Terence Crawford versus. Yeah, I remember you texted me that you yeah. told me to keep you updated on Pereira, and yeah. I told you you're not missing anything because yeah. that fight kind of sucked. So. Yeah, um, Terence Crawford. That wasn't an overly competitive fight. It was just a fight that needed to happen, and Terence Crawford dominated Errol Spence for seven rounds. Um, and I, much like I thought he would, I thought uh, he would make Errol Spence look a lot easier than people thought it was going to look. They're probably going to do the rematch between those two. You think that's going to be like next for both of them? Yeah, uh, Errol Spence. There was a rematch. Oh, clause. rematch clause. Yeah, yeah. There was a rematch clause. The only thing was like people were saying like, oh, the weight class might have been an issue for uh, Errol Spence. Um, but the winner of that fight gets to choose what weight they fight at. Um, so mm, they okay. fought at one forty-seven. They're saying they should fight at one fifty-four, but. I think unless Errol Spence is willing to give up a little bit more money, yeah, they'll fight, they're fighting at one forty-seven again. Yeah, no, I mean that makes sense. I yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not a massive boxing fan. 
just because of I'm not a massive fan of the way they they don't really hype. I feel like they don't hype up the fights the way that the UFC yeah, does, and it kind of annoys me. It's just uh, it's just a business model of it. I mean, the yeah. UFC has all the top fighters, and then boxing promotions have some of the top fighters here, some of the top yeah. fighters there. So it's it's hard unless the teams which they came together when they can come together and make fights like. Yeah, Terrence Cropper and Errol Spence, and that's when people tune. Yeah, in. I mean, I yeah, I watch. I had it running at the same time as Pereira, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest, I was paying more yeah. attention to Pereira mm-hmm. just because I obviously favor MMA over mm-hmm. boxing. But uh, yeah, I, I had watched their highlights a little bit before because I, I obviously I'm not very familiar with them. But I also ba- based on what I had seen, I had thought that Terrence Crawford was going to win. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't think he made as he didn't he make. I mean, yeah, he, he went it seemed like he made light work of him. He did. He okay. knocked him down. Three times, three, and yeah. then they, the doctor had to stop it in the seventh. Right, okay. I know when it's rare when they stop it standing that people aren't like don't contest it. But there was no, yeah, there was no controversy about it seemed that. Like it was a beat down. It was, and I love to watch every single minute of it. But yeah, that was my honorary boxing match that yeah, I threw on there. It's fair. Um, I think we mentioned no. Um, well, we already mentioned this one as well. I also I just had, I just had Poirier Gaethje because my my. My my jaw just dropped when it, when Poirier actually went down. And it was mm-hmm. funny. I think I told it to you. I texted you. I, I just said I couldn't. I thought Gaethje was gonna win, but I could not. Head kick. Yeah, well, that obviously, but I, I couldn't like just picture Poirier being flatlined. Mm-hmm. Like I I've yeah. seen Gaethje get 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 knocked down before by Oliveira. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm, I Poirier has been knocked out before, but like this new version yeah, of Poirier, yeah, obviously not, not the old Poirier. He hasn't been knocked down in a while. I know. And just I I couldn't picture it. And when that happened, like I literally just like my jaw just, just dropped the screen. Yeah. It was one of those it was one of those knockdowns where like as soon as you see him hit the floor, you're like, "Oh, this fight's over." You're like, "Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I didn't even like I just literally froze. Like yeah. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, like, yeah, and that's this. one of the, those fights I like never forget. Like where I was, mm-hmm. which I was at my kitchen table by myself, <laughs> texting you the updates of the uh, fight beforehand. Of course you were. Of course you were. Yeah. I was at a I was at a children's camp, watching really? <laughs> yeah, watching it on my phone. Nice, nice. Um, but uh, yeah, heck of a knockout. Yeah, I mean, I, we already mm-hmm. we already kind of mentioned the other the yeah. other couple that I do. You have anybody else that we didn't mention? Nah, I think we're all good. You know, we talked about. We I think for for the hour, the fifty five minutes we had, we did a good job at recapping. You know, yeah, four I mean, like months. It's, it's hard to you know, yeah. it's hard to to c- cover everything. It's also, you know, considering mm-hmm. we don't have all day to talk about everything because there's a lot of stuff that yeah. happened, obviously. But but uh, yeah. No, it was good. Good to be back for <sighs> sure. So good. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have any yeah. event this weekend. So I mean, maybe the timing we, on that. Maybe put a little like Q and A or something on Twitter yeah, or Instagram and Q and A do something. Yeah, yeah. I think because what's next weekend? What? What's the weekend after this? Do you know? Um, uh, for the UFC, it's um, hold on. I just had it up. It is. Um, we just had Fazeev game, right? Because then we, then we have Bobby Green versus Grant uh, Dawson, which okay. is the next one. But then after that, I don't know, we got another week, actually. And then it's uh, October 21st. Mm-hmm. We got Charles versus Mox. We got a little bit of time off Oh yeah, but the, from a big but, pay-per-view. But but the next one's a big one. And uh, we'll be here for it, and we'll be here for the next uh, oh, yeah. few weeks for you guys. Really happy to be back. Uh, really grateful that IUS TV has us back and uh, that our guy, Jack Linder, stepped yeah. into place Massive for the Im- immortalized Andrew Briggs. Uh, PJ, any more thoughts before we sign off today? Uh, no, good to be good to be back. Um, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get back to talking about it because we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Just now it's actually in front of a microphone <sighs> so again great. and other people listen. So great. And I'd like to thank everybody who 
retunes in again. A lot of people been asking. We had a great. Yeah. I know. I've had a lot of people like over the summer yeah. at, at home. I have a lot of people that I don't even talk to yeah. at home from in the in the good yeah. old Munster, Indiana, and they they were saying like I listen. I was like, wow, yeah. I can't believe you actually yeah, listen to the podcast. But yeah, right. special thank you to everybody that does tune in. Um, yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much, and we will catch you guys all later. Adios.